Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, all. This is Miss Allgood, and you're listening to Spirituality is Reality. Please just bear with me. I am trying to, well, actually, I'm trying out a new uh, headpiece because I, let's see, am I turning it on properly? I really want to, oh, I'm not doing it right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes, all. This is a show that I have entitled Random Thoughts. I haven't really... I've been doing this, but not uh, as a broadcast. I have been doing this uh, on some of my pre-recordings, which many of you have not been able to hear because um, I haven't put them on Blog Talk, and I haven't put them up on the blog. If any of you are interested in hearing them, you can always just email me at spiritualityisreality at gmail.com, and I'll be uh, sure to send you some of these uh, random thoughts. And I have a lot of random thoughts. Uh, random thoughts on man, random thoughts on God, random thoughts on the universe. Uh, The list goes on and on, and sometimes they just come out of nowhere. So tonight, that's what happened. I didn't really plan this. It's totally spontaneous and um, random thoughts. It is what it is, and I didn't even go into a deep description about it. Random thoughts on man. Friends, I've been doing a lot of writing over the years. Many of you that listen to me, you know that I write. I probably have, I don't know, between 20 and 30 books that are not even published, but I'm constantly writing because there's so much in my soul, there's so much that I want to get out and so much that I want to express and say. And a lot of what I have to say has to do with the times that we're in right now. Uh, Many people um, really don't understand some of the things that I've been saying over the years, and I'm well aware of that. But the time is now approaching, and it's here, really, where people are going to be uh, wanting to know what I'm saying. They're going to want to uh, get gain some type of spiritual knowledge and some type of spiritual insight. They want, they're going to want to know what is going on with me, what is going on in my life, why am I sick, why uh, did I lose this job, why did I lose my money, why did I lose my loved ones. What, they're going to want to have questions answered, the philosophical questions about life. People are going to begin to start to look at life in a more spiritual and philosophical way. Uh, and that is because uh, a lot of things that people thought they understood uh, or thought they had the answers to, they will soon discover that they do not. Because life is throwing a curveball, my friends. And the reason why life is throwing a curveball, so it seems, is because Uh, We are at the end of an age, and I've talked about this in some of my other random thoughts that, like I said, I really haven't put on the Internet. Uh, We are at the end of an age. This is a dark age, and what I mean by dark age is that man, uh, this is the dark age of his soul, rather. I use the word soul interchangeable with the word mind because they're really somewhat of the same thing. The soul is the link between man and the material world, man and himself, man and God. So the soul is this link. Friends, excuse me if you're hearing static. It it could be the earpiece. So we're in a dark age, a dark age of man's soul, which basically means that man is 
uh, at this time unaware of who he is spiritually. Man does not know that he is a spiritual being. He does not know that he exists uh, not as flesh and bone and not in his appearance, but as a spiritual unseen entity. Man has, in fact, denied this. He has been denying this for quite some time now because he is afraid of it. Now, the reason why man is afraid is because he does not know. He no longer has any spiritual knowledge. He has forgotten who he is, where he comes from, and where he is going. He has lost his spiritual knowledge, and this has happened over, oh, I'd say more years than I can even, over the millennia, we'll say that. That's how long it has been. And this is what we call the dark ages. It is when man is in darkness spiritually and he does not know who he is. He does not know that he is a spiritual entity. We are at the end of this age. How do we know we're at the end of the spiritual age? We know that because when we look at the state of the world, we see that man has forgotten who he is. Now, who is man? This is one of the mysteries of life, friends. There are mysteries of life, and the biggest mystery is who is man. Man, I have said before, is an entity. And man is not a what. Man is a who. And the who of man is determined by his moral character. Now, that is uh, moral or morality. That is a word that we certainly do not hear very much of these days. Uh, man uh, wants to forget about the fact that he is amoral or immoral. Man does not want to deal with the fact that he is weak. And when I talk about weakness, I'm talking about his character. Man is not strong in virtue. Man is instead living for his desires, he's living for his pleasures, he's living for pain, and he's living in vice. Now, this is prevalent in this modern day because man has forgotten who he is spiritually, and I just said all of these things. How does man remember? How does man know? How does man discover that he is a spiritual being? Now, in order for this to happen, man would have to turn back to himself. He would have to look toward his truth, and this is the true self that man does not know. Man does not realize, yes, that he is flesh and blood and bone, but he also does not realize that he is an entity. And this entity is really a capital letter I, identity. You see, the reason why man does not realize that he has an identity is because he tries to uh, make himself or give himself an identity in his world, which is his uh, which really is outside of the real person, the real man. Man believes he is uh, people. He believes he is places. He believes he is things. In other words, man uh, identifies himself or who he is as character in people, places, and things. Now, this I have said is, is uh, actually the biggest problem because man is an entity. And because he is an entity, he cannot put himself, he cannot uh, make himself or give himself an identity in people, places, and things. Man can only exist in and of himself. That is uh, how an entity exists. So man is a capital letter I. But man only has an I, capital letter I, when he has developed a sense of selfhood. Friends, everything that I've been talking about in the past four years, I'm talking about it now. It's basically condensed 
and I'm making a long story short right now, but I'm telling you that in order for man to have an identity, he has to make himself in himself. He cannot make himself in his accomplishments in the world, in uh, his position, his stature, and whether or not he has children or she has children, or whether or not he has money or not. Man cannot define, give himself self, give himself, excuse me, definition in his world. He can only do it in himself. And this is what man has failed to understand. Man is always looking for a sense of identity. He always wants to know who he is. He always wants to know where he comes from. This is why he identifies so closely with his race, his ethnicity, uh, his nationality, his religion, because it gives him a sense of identity. But the true identity of man is not in any of these external things. Man has made this to be his identity because he has lost his spiritual identity. Let's talk about this. Man has to want an identity that is independent of people, places, and things. He has to want to be independent of his nation, of his tribe, of his social class, of, of whatever job title he has. Man has to understand that there is so much more to him than all of these things. You see, man is complex, yet he is a simple-minded entity. Man is a paradox, and in man is a duality. And I'm sure many of you, especially those of you that are into New Age or you maybe read old uh, or ancient wisdom, philosophy or religion, you've heard about the principle of duality, hermeticism, or anything like that, you've heard about this. Um, this is not anything new, what I'm talking about. Ms. Allgood just likes to uh, give knowledge in her own way, and that's what I'm doing right now. So this is not anything new. But this, was, this duality was revealed to my mind as uh, basically one in the same. Uh, man is a dual being. He is both spirit and he is both matter, which are one in the same. And man has to learn how to balance this duality while he's in the world. Man has to learn that he has to live a life um, where he is good to himself, and he has to learn how to live this life in an upright man manner. Man has to learn about what righteousness is. Man has to learn about evil. Man has to learn that he himself is not only inherently good, but he is also evil. And this is the duality of man. If man has goodness in him, he must also have evil in him as well. Now, when we talk about evil and we talk about immorality, we have to understand that this is the very thing that man turns his back. He turns a blind eye to this. He seems to be able to see that immorality in his fellow men, but in himself, in himself, he seems to not uh, see his own. And this is because man fails to deal with himself. Man fails to uh, see that he has uh, a problem uh, out of his good nature. Friends, this is one of the things. You know, I, I have often talked about man developing his character. I have often talked about man uh, being who he is. And I've often talked about man uh, not being true to who he is. 
and man living by his heart. And if a man lives by his heart, he can never be in the wrong. But the problem is man does not live by his heart. Man lives according to his desires. And all desires come from a place of selfishness. And this, of course, is something that is rampant in the world, but most people don't know it. Because while in the world, man is told that it is okay to live the way he lives. Man is told that it is okay to be ambitious. It is okay to uh, rise to the top and step on the back of your fellow men. Uh, man is okay, it is okay, excuse me, man is told that it is okay to uh, be greedy. Uh, it is okay to have excess. It is okay to have more than what you need. You see, these are all things that we are told are okay in the world, which in the eyes of God are one of the ugliest of, of uh, evils and one of the worst of evils. Friends, tonight, this uh, show is entitled Random Thoughts on Man, and I'm all over the place. But I always manage to go back to the core and the heart of what it is that I'm trying to say. We have to see that we are in a time, yes, where we are in spiritual darkness, unaware of who we are, where we come from, and where we're going. And we must also see that in this darkness, uh, in the greatest darkness, the darkest of night, <laughs> there is light. And this light is indeed the light of man's soul. You see, all men have a light. Some lights are just brighter than others, and some men choose to turn away from their own light because they're afraid of it. Once again, the reason why men do not accept the things that I say, the reason why they do not accept spirituality, is because they are afraid of their own light. They are afraid of the things that I'm talking about. They are afraid of power. They are afraid of, of, of being the best they can be. They are, they are afraid of failure. They are afraid of their own goodness, their own greatness, their own glory, because they really do not believe that they are worthy of any glory at all. And that's kind of sad when you really think about it, because what that really means is that man has little or no self-worth. He thinks very little of himself. He does not believe in the self. He does not believe in love. He does not believe that he is worthy of love, that he is worthy of goodness. And he lives his life in degeneracy and moral degradation. And he is on a descending path because he's not good to himself. Friends, I've often said that if one cannot be good to himself, he cannot be good to his fellow man. No matter how hard he tries, he will always succumb to the evil that lies deep within his soul that he thinks God does not see. I'm here tonight to tell you that God knows the hearts of all men. And the law of love, which is the law of reciprocity, works to correct and balance the evil that men perpetrate in the world and in their own hearts. So whether a man does something outright to his fellow man, it really doesn't matter because the evil is in the heart. You see, men don't understand that evil is in their thoughts. People do not, these days rather, do not have a knowledge of goodness and evil. Most people, and I'm telling you this, most people think they're good. 
most people think, well, I, as long as I'm not stealing, I'm not murdering, and I'm going to work every day and I'm paying my taxes, and I'm a law-abiding citizen, I'm a good person. People actually say that. I'm a good person. And I tell you this. Most people that are really good people don't even know they're good. They don't say they're good. They don't think about being good. They don't profess to be good. They don't profess to be angels. They don't go around talking about the things that they do for others. They don't say they donate to charity. They don't say that they adopted a kid from Africa. They don't say anything. They just live their lives and they do what they need to do. They do what is necessary. If it so happens that someone needs something, they provide that they don't even think about it. You see, that's the whole thing about goodness. It's something that's spontaneous. It's something that just comes out in the moment. It's not something that's planned. It's not something you can contrive. It's not something that you can say, oh, you know what, I'm going into peace for because I want to do something good for those uh, that are less fortunate. It's not planned. It's something that is just done from the heart because it is the heart of man that is good. That is where goodness resides. It resides in the heart. And it is something that is cultivated. Friends, goodness is like a seed. You have to cultivate it. You have to till your soul. You have to live a life that cultivates goodness. Because it is something that grows along with man. It is soul maturation. It is part of the development of the soul. Goodness comes from the life that you live. And believe me, if you receive any goodness in your life, it is because you have given it. It is because you have cultivated goodness within your own soul. In other words, you worked for it and you earned it, and it came back to you in the world. Man doesn't understand that if he wants to receive love, if he wants to receive goodness, if he wants all of those things, he's got to live a life that cultivates it. He's got to work for it. Nothing comes to man unless he works for it. Now, it's all good. How does a man work to cultivate goodness? He's got to live a life of service. I've said that before. Once again, you can't plan it. You can't get up and say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do missionary work in Botswana. You can't do it like that. Because, you see, a lot of times man thinks he needs to go out of his way and do all of these fabulous things to help people when someone right in his own backyard needs it. People really need to mind their own business. Man needs to learn how to tend to his own affairs. You know, the world says one of the greatest women to ever live to do all of these fabulous, wonderful things was Eleanor Roosevelt. And I don't know if any of you are familiar with her. Some of you, you're a little older. You might be familiar with Eleanor Roosevelt. You know, she, she really got a lot of press and a lot of attention for the things that she uh, did in her life, especially uh, for children, underprivileged children. But when you listen to her you hear her stories or you read her, her books about her. Um, she did all these things for children, but she didn't do anything for her own. Eleanor Roosevelt had quite a few children, and she did not do anything for her own children. As a matter of fact, her children were very troubled. And to this day, we hear very little or have heard very little about the children of Eleanor Roosevelt. The point I'm making is, is that we tend to run away from our responsibilities and things that we need to handle right in our own backyard to go to Africa and try to 
tend to and manage somebody else's affairs. Everything has a way of working itself out. You don't need to, and you probably don't even have to go all the way to Africa to do something that you need to do. Something that you need to do can be right at home. Something that you need to do can be right, uh, you, can be right beside you, right in your own workplace, right in your own workspace. Man does what he wants to do and not what he needs to do, which is a sign of immaturity because I've said before that maturity does what it needs to do and not what it wants to do. You see, this dark age is coming to an end, whether or not we want it to. We will have to accept spirituality because it's a part of who we are. For those that deny it, say there is no God, there is no universal justice, there is no moral uh, law, there's people who say that. I mean, they're ignorant, they're in denial. I'm not even going to get into arguments and disputes and go back and forth on the Internet or even on this broadcast with those people. They can think whatever they want to think. I know that I don't speak in terms of belief. Ms. Olga does not have belief. Ms. Olga speaks spiritual truth because I'm at liberty to do so because I know what I'm talking about. And anybody that knows what they're talking about has a right to speak. So I, I have ordained myself the right to speak because I know what I'm saying. So whether or not man wants to accept that we are coming into a light age, which has to do with the age of gods and men, that's right, gods and men, uh, man will have to accept that. So with this, with, um, this ushering in a new age, it's going to come a newfound, uh, newfound, uh, but newfound uh, knowledge in the sciences, in math, in music, uh, in art, in dance, which is a part of art. And overall, the creativity of man will become uh, totally renewed. Man will begin to understand the symbolism of things that he did not otherwise know. He will know uh, why the church, was, the older churches that are now still standing were built the way they were built. He will understand the symbolism of the cross on top of the church. He will understand the symbolism of the steep. He will understand the symbolism of the altar and what lies beneath it. He will understand the symbolism of the pyramid. He will understand the symbol, symbolism of the sphinx. He will understand the riddle of life. He will understand his, why he lives the way he lives. He will understand the importance of character development. Character development, as a matter of fact, will be taught in schools. Man will understand how to conduct himself. Man will understand the importance of good conduct. Man will understand uh, his bestial nature and what uh, causes it to, um, what stimulates it, rather. Um, man will understand the difference between correction and uh, just downright criticism. Man will know things that he has never known. New knowledge will come into the world. And all of this will be because of the impulse of the universal soul, spirit of the living God. And this will come through men. There will be some men that will disseminate this knowledge. They will, there will be men that will uh, be the voice of wisdom. There will be more prophetic speech coming from a real place, not coming from a place that, where men know nothing and men are in darkness and ignorance. Friends, right now, men are in darkness. They don't know anything about spirituality. And the things that they're saying, they have no knowledge of. 
because their hearts and minds are closed off to it. And it is because of the lies that they're living. If a man receives the Spirit of God, it is because he is good. And it is because he has lived a life of goodness and he has done what the work that he needs to do or that he needed to do to cultivate this goodness. But once again, there are so many people that think they're good when they're really not. And I've talked about that. And I probably will go into more detail about that, maybe on another random thoughts. I'll talk about it. But like I said, if you're interested in hearing any more of this, send me an email and I'll send it to you in MP3 and you can hear it. Um, and some people may be interested in hearing more about this. I have a lot more to say about what is going on in the world, why the world is the way it is. Friends, we're, we are, I'm telling you, at the end of an age. We are, we are, I mean, this is a hard time. This is going to be a hard time for a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of suffering and a lot of loss. When I tell you loss, believe me, you're going to say that woman on Blog Talk Radio, is she's on the money. Friends, people are going to lose everything they work for. They're going to lose their whole pension. They're going to lose everything. They're going to lose all their money in the bank. Friends, people are going to start suicide. Friends, suicide rates are going to be, they're going to skyrocket. I'm telling you, relationships, fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, cousins, so-called best friends, husbands, wives, friends, relationships are going to go kaput. They're going to be severed, totally severed. Anything that has not been uh, grounded in, in the spiritual root will not survive this. There's no way. It's going with the wind. And I'm telling you that with everything in me. It is going with the wind. If your life is not rooted in spirituality, God is going to uproot you. Now, you might think because you go to a church or you pray five times a day or you have your religion or you think, I'm a good person, you are probably one of those people that's going to be uprooted because just because you think that way. Because chances are, your life is not rooted in God at all. Friends, I can say so much more about this, but I really don't have the time to do it. But you can always listen to my archive broadcast, because in those broadcasts, there's so much that I've said about this over the years, and I've been growing with this broadcast. I, I hope to grow even more. I'm sure that I will. I hope uh, that we can have more conversation. I know I you know, I often say that if you follow us here on spirituality as reality, you can know when I'm going to broadcast. But I really never stop talking. <laughs> I'm always talking, and uh, I'm always, I always have something to say. If I'm not blogging about it, I'm talking about it. So uh, with that said, random thoughts. Uh, I think it was, it was cool tonight. Uh, random thoughts on man. So you can join me next time right here on blogtalkradio.com. And until next time, I love you all. Please be blessed.